Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Not all passive income is equal. Everyone thinks passive income is when you've paid down the debt enough that the rent has gone up enough and then it gives you $50, $100 or maybe you paid off the debt and it's now giving you passive income of $500 a week from your residential property. Now, that's not true passive income and everyone gets it wrong because that's what the market has taught you what passive income is. But true passive income is when the property actually produces enough income, pay for the loan, 100% on the loan, as in the deposit, if it's a drawdown at equity, or the actual commercial loan as well. So 100% finance essentially, and also has money left over. That's true passive income. So if you're not sure how that's calculated, what's the difference between residential passive income versus commercial passive income, join me for this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. And today I'm actually going to talk about one of these topics on what is passive income? What is positive cash flow? It seems so natural and easy for people who are in the commercial real estate business or idea or investor to just go, well, that's just natural. Your tenant pays you, you pay the bank and the rest for you is for you to keep. But if you're coming from a residential point of view, you actually are struggling with this concept of what exactly is passive income. And most people get it wrong. Most people think passive income is when you put in the money and you're able to support the property. It gives you about a hundred bucks a week because you managed to put a lot more money into the property. And now it's neutral because over the years you've held it for five years and now you're getting some income. That's not really positive cash flow. That's not passive income. So I want to really clarify that concept because you really need to understand that concept before we move forward on how you should invest in commercial real estate, right? So number one, what exactly is passive income in property? So let's imagine you're buying a million dollar property and in residential you're getting a you're putting in two hundred thousand dollars and obviously there's some costs, but let's disregard that for the moment. You put in two hundred thousand dollars and you're getting an eighty percent loan, getting an eight hundred thousand dollar loan, right? Now the eight hundred thousand dollar loan obviously have an interest rate attached to it. Now that interest rate for most people could be a five percent or a six percent, right? In this current market, it could be seven and a half percent, right? Depending on how you're getting your finances, right? So five percent that's forty thousand dollars, and at about um, it's about forty eight thousand dollars on the eight hundred thousand if it is six percent, right? So at the market at the moment, it's mostly about six percent. So it could be forty eight thousand dollars trending upwards. So let's give it a round number and say it's fifty thousand dollars. Now. That means that the residential property you're buying right now in this market have to give you $1,000 a week coming in from rent from that property in order for you to pay the mortgage. But then what about all the things on top of that? If you're buying a million dollars, you're buying a house right now, and that may not be possible if you're in Sydney or Melbourne, but in Brisbane, you can definitely buy a house for a million dollars. Sunshine, Gold Coast, you know, Adelaide, ACT, you can buy a million dollar house, right? In Sydney, you probably still buy a million, but it's going to be very far away like 100Ks out of Sydney. But that aside, what you can do is that you now have $50,000 you've got to pay, right? If you get $1,000, which for most residential properties, they're not going to get $1,000. Like there's a $2 million house that's bought that's run down next door to me in Taramara in Sydney. And they're renting that out for nine seventy. That's a $2 million house. So if you're a million dollar house, at best, you're probably maybe 700 
maybe 750 if you did it real up really well, right? Let's call it 700 or 750. That's about 35,000 and 40,000. So you're short about $10,000. But on top of that, you've got your council rates and you've got insurance, landlord insurance, management fees, etc., etc., right? So that's probably another 15,000. So overall to support this property is 65,000. You've only got $35,000 coming in or $40,000 coming in, right? And it's $65,000 to support it. So you're probably $25,000 negative. Now that's 500 bucks a week that's coming out of your own pocket. Now that's negative cash flow. Switch that around. What does positive cash flow mean? Because most people think, okay, well, at the moment I'm negative cash flow, but then over the next five years, I'm holding the property. During that five year period, I'm gonna put more money in. I'm just gonna put more money in until a time where my rents have gone up. My rents have increased over the next five years. So it's now no longer 750. It is now $1,000 right a week or maybe 1100 a week and the interest rates come down so I'm actually paying 5% on the interest rates and therefore uh, it's $40,000 and now I've got 51,000 and I put in some more money my own money in there and now I'm neutral so my property is neutral and then the next step is that oh my property gives me $50 a week or $100 a week because I've topped in more money over time the rents start to catch up now most people think that is positive cash flow but let me make this clear for you that's not positive cash flow. You've just have $300,000 of your money trapped into that property that's giving you absolutely nothing in return in terms of cash flow. Yes, it's given you growth, right? That $1 million property may be worth 1.5, 1.7 in 10 years time, right? But it's given you no cash flow, no return cash flow wise on your money. This is where positive cash flow concepts are very different. What positive cash flow concept is, million dollar purchase i'm getting a seven percent return so seventy thousand dollars in cold hard cash coming into my bank account seventy thousand after all the outgoes so the council rates the insurance the management fees all being paid now on a million dollar purchase million dollar purchase if i was going to get if I'm putting my $200,000 in, I'm getting my $800,000 as a mortgage of 6%, that's $50,000. My $70,000 pays for the $50,000 and have $20,000 left to go into my pockets, right? Now, that is positive cash flow. That is money return of that $200,000. That is the, the return on the investment of the $200,000 you put in. And your cash flow is $20,000. So that's 10% what they call a cash on cash return, which means that that is true positive cash flow. But the next level up of positive cash flow is that let's say the $200,000 was a drawdown of equity, right? Drawdown based on a residential property you have that's increased in value, that $200,000. So you still have to service it. And that's at 6%. Right? So overall, the million dollars is all borrowed. Just $200,000 from your resi, the $800,000 from a commercial loan, right? And that's, you know, and LVRs vary between commercial and residential. That's a different story. But that way, so you're still, that's 100% borrowed. That's $60,000 on a 6% interest. So that's $60,000. Now you're getting $70,000 in. You need to pay $60,000 to support or both loans. You're still left with $10,000. That $10,000 is true positive cash flow, true passive income. Passive income after all your debts are serviced, all your outgoings are serviced, and money straight into your pocket that you can use whatever you like. You don't need to save for a rainy day, use it towards your lifestyle. That's a holiday for most families, a $10,000. That is repayments on a car, could be a minor kitchen reno, bathroom reno. Like these are things you can really use. That positive cash flow, what it does is it puts money on the table to support your lifestyle. Equity looks beautiful on paper. 
but it isn't going to pay the bills, isn't going to feed your family, and positive cash flow will, right? And true positive cash flow is not $50 or $100 a week. It's $200, $500, $1,000, a year or a month, depending on what you want to achieve, right? That's what true passive income is, is money that's really sustainable and tangible that you can use towards a goal or to replace your income. And that's the fundamental difference between commercial real estate and residential, is that the idea of passive income is very, very different. If you have to service, or if it became positive because of the amount of money you put into the deal, then it's not true passive income. It only becomes true passive income, positive cash flow, when the property can, the income coming from the property, can service the loan and the deposit, the cost of the deposit in full, plus all the outgoings, and give you money left over. That is true passive income and positive cash flow, and that is the income that is going to allow you to go again for the next deal, allow you to refinance for the next deal, allow you to draw down on more equity. That is the cash flow the banks look at to add on to your income so that you can have more servicing. That is the cash flow that is going to set you free. So if you want to find out more how you can attain that through commercial real estate, reach out to me, hellataran.com, unicorn.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell, and tell me what other topics you want me to cover, and I'll see you at the next video. Bye for now. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode on passive income. Now, there's different forms of passive income, but the important thing is when you're building a portfolio is to get multiple streams of income. So you might have active income where you're actively working to produce it, and that's uplift properties. You might have passive income that comes from residential property because you want it to be neutral and you're holding it for growth. But commercial property income, when it comes to passive income, is when the loan has the rent from the property has to service all of the loan and give you money afterwards. And that's and not simple things like $100 a week, but $200, $500, $1,000 a week from the property so that it's true passive income that you can use for something, right? So if you need help and you want someone to guide you through the process, reach out to me, helen at unicorn.com.au or join one of our events, order my book, plenty of ways to get in touch with us, be part of a community and let us guide you in helping you become a cash flow rich investor, become a cash flow rich investor, as well as building a cash flow rich portfolio. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.